I'm Lindsay Maloney, and this is the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. I built a six-figure coaching business while raising my three babies and working a nine-to-five, and I'm here to help you break free from the hustle mentality that's been holding you back from reaching your full potential so you can know your worth, step into your own power, and of course, book your dream clients. Welcome back to another episode of the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. Today, we're talking all about Instagram and Instagram stories with Allison. You are going to love this episode, so sit back, relax, and enjoy. Allison, thank you so much for being on the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. I'm so excited you're with us today. Oh, Lindsay, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited too. I would love for you to introduce yourself, tell everyone about what you do and who you serve. Well, my name is Allison and people know me as the boss lady in sweatpants. (laughs) And yes, I was one of those women who was in the corporate world, but I actually hated the corporate scene and I knew that I wanted to be home with kids. So about four years ago, that's when I launched Boss Lady and Sweatpants, thinking it was going to be more of like a mompreneur lifestyle blog. But the more that I dove into design, creativity, and the more that I jumped into Instagram, I just immediately fell in love with Instagram. So to date, I am a photographer and I also help mompreneurs build their brand on social media, but especially Instagram, like Instagram's my jam and I'm pretty much there like every day, all day long. (laughs) (laughs) I know I had the, the settings on Instagram that were alerting me how long I was on it every day. And then I, I'm like, I'm turning this off. This is just this is just negativity. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's frightening sometimes. And then there's days where you weren't on that long and you feel good about it, but then you're like, wait a minute, should I have been on Instagram? Right. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's a daily battle. (laughs) Well, tell me why you love Instagram so much, because I think we all do. Um, but it's nice to hear why you love it and how it really works for you and your business. Well, I'll tell you, to be honest, two years ago, I didn't love it. And I didn't love it because I've learned that I was not approaching it correctly. I've learned that there's two ways to approach Instagram. You can approach it as an Instagrammer, which is just for entertainment purposes and just falling down the rabbit hole and scrolling. Mm -hmm. Or you can approach it as a business owner. And once I made that mind shift to approaching it from a business standpoint, that's when Instagram really took off for me. And what I mean by a business owner, you're on Instagram with a purpose. Either that purpose may be to build your authority or build brand awareness or PR, whatever it is. Once you have like that purpose or goal in mind, then I feel that you really know how to use the app to your benefit. I used to fall down the rabbit hole like all the time, post random pictures with no caption, and I couldn't Mm -hmm. understand why people weren't buying from me. Like (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy. It is, but now I know, you know, you need to go on with a purpose and a goal and set that goal for at least like three to six months. Mm -hmm. And 
I always say, cause people are like, I don't understand how to grow on Instagram. Well, all I say to that is just show up mm-hmm. and just be consistent. Cause Instagram is all about the long road. It's not an over, you know, overnight success. And I'm sure you would agree with that, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I agree with it. 100%. I feel like it's, you can get in, in a car and drive around town and wonder why you're not getting anywhere, but you'd have no idea where you're going and you're Absolutely. upset because you're not getting there. But yes. then if you are approaching, you know, a social media platform, whether it's Instagram or Facebook or whatever it is with intention, then it's very clear, not only for, for the people who are watching you and reading your words, it's very clear for you on what you're supposed to say. Um, do you agree? Yes, totally agree. And I think too, we're going to, you know, we've seen a shift in Instagram just within like the last two years mm-hmm. where I think big brands and influencers really dominated the space two years ago. And now you're seeing micro influencers, small business owners, mompreneurs, boutique owners really using Instagram. And what I love about it, it's because two to three years ago, Instagram, I don't know if you remember, it was all about that perfectly polished feed. Mm-hmm. And that is no longer. Mm-mm. Nobody really cares about your perfectly polished feed because they know it's not authentic. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I remember Visco. It's still a very popular app, Mm -hmm. but that was like the app to go to, to get all of those codes to make that perfect, (laughs) that perfect feed and have every picture like perfect color and all of that. And that is really going away. And I think that's why Instagram stories took off. I think at the end of like 2018 continued to climb in 2019. And now we're just going to see it explode even more in 2020. I was so excited when Instagram stories came out because that was still kind of, it was kind of at the end of the the era where the feed had to be so perfect. And I remember obsessing over that. And honestly, it was way easier um, uh, updating my feed for the month back then than it is now. But I remember the stories felt so good because I could show that, you know, my life is more than this stock photo or this, you know, quote or whatever. You could show that raw side of your business and be more personal without messing up your feed. And if, and then it kind of bled into the feed. And I love that. I think it's, it makes life so much easier as a business owner when you're planning ahead and you're not thinking you have to be perfect. I think there's a lot of brands who do have those really perfect feeds, but I don't like that style for myself anymore. It's not me. So the stories fit really good and they have exploded um, for 2020 for sure. We're recording this at the, at the beginning of 2020. So what do you kind of see in Insta stories future or what are you really loving and kind of can give us a, um, your side of the Instagram story? Well, I think Instagram stories are so popular because it's basically what you just said. You're showing your real authentic self and that's what people really want to see. So in 2020, I see people using Instagram stories for, I, I see a few trends. First, I see them using them for 
like breaking news or announcements because we know Instagram stories is only up for 24 hours. Mm -hmm. And what I've been seeing people do is they will jump in their stories and they will announce that, Hey, I'm going live on Instagram tomorrow, or I'm doing a training on Facebook or, you know, doors open for my program in two days. They are utilizing stories almost as like, a newscast. Mm, mm-hmm. So it, you're going to see a lot more breaking news and announcements through Instagram stories. And the biggest trend I'm also seeing is behind the scenes in, or processes in a business. And I use behind the scenes. I'm finding that my Instagram stories get the most engagement, not when I show one of my finished stock photos, mm-hmm. but when I show my messy room Mm -hmm. with the setup of how I take my stock photos. Mm. That is driving engagement because it's actually showing that you're, you're humanizing yourself and I'm teaching as well. And I'm also relating Mm -hmm. to like my ideal audience or whoever is following me. There is some sort of like relation there that, I, I don't have a studio. I wish I did, <laughs> but I don't, I don't have a studio. I don't have perfect lighting all the time. I don't have all the props, you know, ready to go. I mean, most days I'm putting stuff on the floor. The dog is half laying on my, you know, props. And, <laughs> you know, just the other day I used my son's room because his room got the best light. Mm -hmm. That got so much engagement because I was being real and true to myself, even though I'm putting out great stock photos, Mm -hmm. but the process isn't so great. Mm. And sometimes, and I think that's why there's such a trend for the behind the scenes or the how to's because you're relating to other entrepreneurs because being an entrepreneur isn't an easy road. Most of the time it's a hard, ugly road. So showing that hard, ugly behind the scenes really drives that engagement on Instagram stories. And that's what it's going to get people to comment and get people in your DMs. And that's really the ultimate goal in Instagram stories is creating the engagement that will ultimately get DMs started between another person. Mm-hmm. So For the person who's listening, who feels like they're not getting a bunch of engagement on their Instagram stories, or they're struggling with, you know, even going on Instagram stories once a day, just to be at that top left side, that coveted placement. Mm -hmm. What do you say for that person? So for that person, I do have a couple strategies to get your your engagement up. I would have regular interval of stories throughout the day. And I always say at least five stories per day, but you want to try to get up to 10. And the reason why you want to spread them out through the day, you don't want to put them all up in the morning and then people Mm -hmm. watch it because what happens is then you're done for the day. You want, you know, you, like you said, the little bubble that pops up Mm -hmm. (laughs) into the front of the line, you want to be bumped to the front of the line throughout the day. Because what happens is the more that people click on that bubble and the more engagement that they have with your stories, there is a higher likelihood of them seeing your account posts in their feed as they scroll. 
So that's why you want to spread out your stories because when that person goes into Instagram later on and they start scrolling, well, since they've already interacted with your stories a few times, now your posts are going to show up in their scroll. And that's also, you know, that is what we want. We want to be seen and, you know, get the engagement, get the followers and start building our tribe. So that's, that would be my first strategy is to have regular intervals throughout the day. Another that's a strategy. great strategy. I, I, I wanted to just pop in a little bit. I, I, here's one tip that I like uh, when I feel like my day is just full and it's hard for me to fit something in. Don't feel like you have to create 10 different stories. You can always go and share someone else's and take them. That helps me when I feel like I'm in a bind and I don't have anything to share at the moment because I've been doing the same thing all day. That's one thing that always makes me feel better is I can share some uh, someone else's content. And that's actually one of the 2020 trends is people are resharing other users' posts. So if you're already doing that, you're, you're doing it great. Okay. <laughs> so another strategy is to mix your stories between personal and business. And the reason for this, it's pretty, you know, self-explanatory. This makes you just more relatable and likable because we don't always want it to be business-like Mm-hmm. We have to remember social media, you want to be social, like just remember that. So mix personal and business and to drive more engagement, make your stories interactive by using the polls, tagging relevant people, asking questions and adding stickers and music, because this really creates a viewer experience. And for a rule of thumb, because I get this question a lot, how often should I be making my stories interactive or using the call to actions? Mm-hmm. A good rule of thumb is maybe every five to seven stories. Mm. You don't want to be doing poll after poll after right. poll after poll because after a while your audience is no longer going to pay attention to, to it and you're not going to be relevant. Mm-hmm. So have a call to action like every five to seven stories. Another really great strategy, and this is something that I'm guilty of, I don't do it as often and I know I should, is use one popular hashtag in your stories. And I don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) I am guilty of that, but hashtags seem to work in Instagram stories. Just to be honest though, I just forget. I, I do too. And they say you can use 10 hashtags in a story. And I feel like I can't remember to do all that stuff all the time. Well, and I've also found too, I actually played around with that. And I found if I used 10 hashtags and I went to that hashtag hub, my Mm -hmm. story was not picked up in that hashtag story. That's interesting. I've noticed that too. And I wonder Mm -hmm. why, but when I used one, yeah, I was, I was picked up. Oh, so maybe so, you just use the one. Yeah. I would just use one popular one. So and do you recommend like, using like a, one of the, the biggest ones or yes. yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is when you want to go big is in okay. your stories. And then another strategy, and I think people forget to do this because they're so concerned about putting their stories up. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to interact and comment on other stories and share the stories. 
because that's really going to help your algorithm and drive more engagement between other users. I feel like when we pay attention to others, we get the same attention back. And isn't it kind of funny yes. how it's something so silly, like Instagram kind of is how is how life is when we put in the effort and we, we speak to other people and we care about other people, we get that back to us. Yes, absolutely. And I think that goes back to the whole mindset of Instagram. Don't go on Instagram expecting to sell your products. Mm -hmm. Go on Instagram to serve your audience. And if you just go in with that mindset, mind, mindset, then Instagram will work for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're and you're really grateful for this platform that allows us to communicate with people that can book us clients and bring students into our into our business that we probably wouldn't have been able to connect with before. I think it's just being 100% genuine. And right now there are things that I see on Instagram, like the bots answering questions, like that's getting really out of hand. Yes. Um, so it's so important to just be genuine. Do you notice that too? Yes, I do too. And going back to the bot, I mean, I actually laugh at it and what <laughs> I've been doing, which is probably not a good thing, but the way <laughs> I've been getting rid of the bots is I will actually share their answer in my stories and tag them. <laughs> with like a quote, like, does, do you think this really works? And it's funny because then that bot goes away. So <laughs> if you're looking for like to be funny or some entertainment. <laughs> I love it. It's so tempting to do that. Cause I think, do you really think that this works? I mean, that is like a, I I'm sorry, but it's a sleazy strategy. We all know what if I put a quote up there, uh, a question about, you know, family or my kids. And then you write back with some weird answer that has nothing to do with what I just asked. Well, it's 100% clear to me that this wasn't you. And I don't understand why <laughs> entrepreneurs are thinking that this is the only way. It's very old school. So I, I yeah, I don't know why they do it either. Yeah. It reminds me of um, when Twitter was super amazing back in the day and all the Twitter DMs you would get whenever you would follow somebody. And it was just, it's white noise that nobody's paying attention to that. Right. It's just like a, you know, all the the junk mail we get in, you know, our post office box. It goes right <laughs> to the trash. We don't pay any attention to it. I mean, there's no point in it. And I think being genuine and going at it, going into Instagram with intention and having a plan is key. So let's talk about a plan for your Instagram. Do you you kind of plan ahead, or are you fly by the seat of your own pants? What kind of plan do you have for this? It is a little bit of both. I don't think you need to really have a strategic plan for Instagram stories, but for the days that you are just, your head is down, you've been working and you really have nothing. You feel that you have nothing to share, mm -hmm. but really you do. So what I do for my Instagram posts, and I also apply this method to my Instagram stories, I categorize my Instagram posts. So I'm staying within my niche mm -hmm. and I'm staying relevant. And that way I'm not posting about like crazy things. So for my feed, I come up with like, I would say at a minimum of six, maximum of 12, but I have categories for my feed, like quotes, my family, 
talk about podcasting, talk about coffee, behind mm-hmm. the scenes, tips and tutorials. What I do every month is I have a calendar printed. I just take those categories and I fill them in my calendar mm. for my feed. So that way, each and every day, when I'm ready to sit down and do a post, I already know the topic. Mm. And then, so you can do the same thing for Instagram stories and you can just have a sheet of paper marked Monday through Sunday and you can come up with a few topics or a few categories for the days of the week. That way you don't feel like you're talking about the same thing Mm -hmm. over and over. So maybe Monday you might want to talk about how you start your week or productivity. Tuesday can be a behind the scenes or a tip Tuesday. You know, maybe Wednesday is the day that you talk about a new blog post or a new podcast episode came out. So each day of the week, you already have ideas, topics, or categories written down, but you don't have to follow it. So -hmm. that's what I do. I always have a backup plan for the days that I don't have any story ideas ready to go Mm -hmm. (laughs) because we have those days. Mm -hmm. You're not going Mm -hmm. to love Instagram every day. I mean, that's just the reality of Mm -hmm. it. I love hearing how other people plan their Instagram because there's no wrong way to do it. Um, And I do mine completely different. And I I like to work 30 days ahead. That makes me feel really good and having an exact thing in front of me. And I love hearing other people's strategies because I I think it's so important that you said that you have a theme at least planned for the month. Mm -hmm. So you're not sitting there thinking, oh my gosh, what should I say? What did I say yesterday? Is this going to sound like I'm, you know, repeating myself? At least having a theme is, is important. So you feel, it makes me feel more secure. And I would love to hear your favorite tools for Instagram before we wrap up. Oh my gosh, I have so many. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, well, for me, um, I am all about the apps. I love creating cool designs, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. So if you're ready to amp up your Instagram stories, a couple of my favorite apps are called Unfold. Mm. That is a great... Unfold is a really cool app. It's a free app and it just gives your stories like a really clean, crisp look. Mm -hmm. So that's one of my favorites. Another one is Mojo, M-O-J-O. That one is really cool too. And then if you want to get a little fun with video, there is a really easy, cool tool called Quick. Mm Q-U-I-K. And that is so easy to upload a bunch of photos and some text. And it'll generate a quick little video for you. And Mm -hmm. you can size it vertical, landscape, even square. You can use it in your feed post. And you can choose music. And they have a bunch of music. I'm hooked on that one. So I've those are my, yeah, those are my three top apps. I use them every single week, Unfold, Mojo, and Quick. Those are my favorites. I love the video tip because 
I think video is going to really shoot you out and stand out when people are just tapping their thumb through all the stories, mm -hmm. I, you know, cause a lot of times people will post the same thing in their stories and then you end up just flipping over their whole entire storyline. But the videos always catch my eye. And, um, I think that would be a really easy way to get a video out there without having yes. to feel like you have to do a bunch of work. <laughs> and another great one, you said video. A lot of people will watch Instagram stories muted. Me. So <laughs> yeah. So you're more likely to watch someone talking if they have captions. So another app that's free is called Clipomatic. Mm. You, you can record a video right in the app and it'll add the captions for you. Okay. Say that one more time. What's it called? Clipomatic. Okay. And I, I can email see, you all yeah, this stuff. <laughs> I, see, I see people use those and then I think, oh, that's so genius because when I am going through a feed and a video pops up and it's loud, I feel like they're like intruding on my life. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I, love the, I love the closed caption. I love that. Um, we'll definitely put those links of all Allison's tools in the show notes because I already forgot half of them and I think <laughs> <laughs> we'll want to go back and look at them because I think that will help us stand out on Instagram stories because our goal is as business owners to stay up at the top left as much as possible and giving that variety will keep people um, wanting more and getting excited when they see that circle around your image. And I, I know a lot of people are even putting it around their image now and they're not even having a story. But I think that if we just approach this genuinely and wanting to share value and showing um, what our life is like behind the scenes in our business and whatever else you want to share personally, people are going to really resonate with you and feel like they can connect easily with you. And I always say, don't feel silly about showing up with like no makeup, mom bun, because honestly, that's how they are at home. Right. So that that's how you're going to resonate with your audience. The stock photos or my branded images in Instagram stories doesn't do so well as the mm -hmm. quick selfie with the headphones and the mm -hmm. mom bun and the eye bags. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah. You even look at the insights of your feed, what, what's working really well and then use that insight for your stories. The stock photos don't do well anymore as, as much as they used to. Mm -hmm. the, like you said, the, one, the photos that do well are the, like the raw, I'm gonna quick take a picture of me and my daughter on the couch and use that as a post next month because I know it will work well. Right. I think, and that's so relieving. It feels so good to know that that's where we're at now. I love it. Well, and I like too, it's just like a relaxed environment. Mm -hmm. That's what mm -hmm. I love about it. Yeah, where we can connect with others. It's so easy to connect. And I mean, we couldn't connect with people as well as we could three years ago, two years ago. And now it's so easy to connect with anybody. And that's just the beauty of it. I think years ago, it was almost intimidating because you did see the influencers or the big brands and these polished feeds and you were afraid mm -hmm. to try to put yourself out there or you felt that you had to have this impressive brand, mm -hmm. but that's no longer, which is a good thing. It is. I love it. 
Allison, thank you so much for sharing all of these tips and the way you do things. It's always so helpful to hear that from other entrepreneurs. So I appreciate you so very much. We're going to put all Allison's links in the show notes, all the tools that she suggested inside as well. Thank you so much for being here with us, Allison. Oh, thank you, Lindsay. It was wonderful. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. I am so grateful for you. and I want to be sure you are a part of my free community. Go to dreamclientcommunity.com and join our free Facebook group. We have all kinds of cool things happening every single day, so don't miss out. Also, if you love downloading freebies, check out my freebie vault on my website by going to lindsaymaloney.com, selecting freebie vault, and there you can download all the things that will help you start and scale your coaching business. And if you're feeling extra generous, be sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss the next episode. 